business. Amen. Uh, are you, we have a first time guest today here. Raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Because if not, they're not going to come back. Praise the Lord. We have just people from the house. And, uh, but if, if this week, if this week we have a week of, uh, uh, of uh, praying fast. So if you fast anything this week, fast sugar, Dr. Peppers, and uh, fast husband, fast wife, anything, fast church. If you did anything, could you please stand up? If you did some type of fasting, fast friends, I fast a lot of friends. So why we do that? We, we give these first weeks of the, the, the year as a church to seek God and get some because the fast is not to God the fast is for us and uh, if you did something and uh, we're going to pray why I want to do this before I preach because you can start to think what you're going to eat after this because if we still on the fast you cannot think about that but I, w- I want to be a blessing to you today so you can start to think oh Marcel finish this quick because I want to eat but uh, let's all raise your hand and let's pray and let's give this week of fasting for the Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, because we as a church, we decided, we decree, Lord, that uh, this week we're going to be fasting. Things that was hard for us to do, but praise the Lord, we overcame. And now, Lord, and everybody who did something, Lord, and uh, for those who couldn't do it, but uh, bless our church family. Let us, Lord, in honor and give this fasting back to you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, what I decided to have uh, my daughter here playing the keyboard. You know in the Bible said that uh, when Saul was have that ugly and uh, demoniac spirit on him, and uh, David was coming and played the harp. So as he was playing... The, all the bad spirit was coming out. So that's why I have David there. Because any bad spirit I have here in this house, right now is going to come out. And uh, the spirit of the, the, the sleepy is going to come out. You're not going to be sleepy. Look, if you want to uh, just raise me up for the hearing pairing, and uh, they need to hear this too. And uh, But we, 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 we were singing this, uh, this morning. Wherever is the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. And Apostle Paul said that in the second Corinthians. They said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. If you have the spirit of the Lord in your heart, in your life, you are a free person. What you are free from? You're free from, from sin. You're free from anxiety. You're free from depression. You're free from uh, unforgiveness. You're free from everything if you have the spirit of the Lord in your life, and uh, look this, this, this message. And uh, when the pastor told me that Marcel, can you bring the the message? It, it is hard for me to prepare the message in English because you know English is not my first language. So if English is your first language, I'm sorry. But uh, if you have the spirit of the Lord in your life. He's going to give you the interpretation from my English to your English. And my prayer is, as I speak, the Holy Spirit get the word in your mouth 
in, in your ear, and boom, there. Between me and you, the Holy Spirit is going to work out, and you're going to understand that English. Amen? He's not going to change. He's not going to change what he has to say, but he's going to change my accent. Because I have South American accent. You have North American accent. So everybody here have accent. I'm glad. I'm glad you have accent too. When you speak English with me, I say, yeah, they have a North American accent. But uh, what we are doing this, this, this year, decree, declaring things. Have you declared, did you declare something this week? Did you declare things in your life this week? But uh, and, and what I'm going to read to you, we read in the first weeks of December, when we start to prepare to Jesus' birthday, we, we, uh, the first week of December, we start to read about Zechariah and Elizabeth, Mary and Joseph. That's why I'm going to do this, because this text that I got it, and this is something that we have to declare, and what this, these four people did, or they, they, they should do, they shouldn't do, but we're going to do. But my, my message today is, your declaration can lock or unleash your miracles. That is there. Your declarations can lock or unleash your miracles. In another word, that uh, your mouth is responsible towards your miracle. So, we can say, shut your mouth. Or we can say, wash your mouth. And then we say, watch your mouth. But uh, your mouth is responsible towards what you're going to get this year. Whatever you declare. So let's read. We're going to read. Now you're going to hear the worst reading that you heard in your life. But in everything have the first time. But I know this is not the first time that I read. But every time I read, I'm getting better. That's my declaration. I'm getting better. Tell, tell the person that is beside you, say, I'm getting better. Tell another person that you barely tolerate, say, I'm getting better. Okay, Luke, chapter 1, verse 6. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes. Can you imagine that? If God could tell you, Brother John and Sister Jill, your righteous before my eyes. That's going to be a blessing right there. And uh, they are careful to obey all the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no child because Elizabeth was unable to conceive. And they were both very old. Verse 11, while Zechariah was in the church, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing right beside the saint's altar, and Zechariah was shaken, overwhelmed with the fear when he saw him. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah, God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and men will rejoice at his birth. 
for he will be a great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or another alcohol drinks. So here in Texas, he never gonna, could go to the liquor store. That, 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 it is what it is. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. 18, verse 18. Zechariah said to Angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man and my wife is all well along the years. So, he told the angel, I don't know about you, but if you receive the visitation from the angel, it's not every day we can see an angel. But if you have an angel, I'm not going to be asking too many questions like he did. And I'm just going to say, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. That's it. But he said, how can I be sure? Do something. Show me something that's going to happen. And you don't want to mess with Gabriel. Verse 19. The angel said, I am Gabriel. But look, in an English sentence, you it's an exclamation point. You cannot just read like, I am Gabriel. I stand on the very presence of the Lord. No, I think he yelled with him. I am Gabriel, ungrateful human being. He has come a yell moment right there. And I stand in the very presence of God. And it's he who sent me to bring you a good news. But now, look at what I said. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Somebody say proper time. So, verse 24. Soon after his wife Elizabeth became pregnant, he went in, she went in seclusion for five months. What seclusion? You got to do your Google due diligence to see what seclusion is. But I wrote down here because I never heard that thing. In a, in a seclusion. In a state of being private or away from some people. Have some people there on the internet, on the house. You are in seclusion. Because you are away in private and away from some people. But that doesn't mean Elizabeth was in the house watching the service online. The seclusion she had for five months there. And I will not just jump to, there's another preacher. When you're in seclusion. Doris, please, don't be in seclusion with me. That's why I decree you never be in seclusion. Unless you're pregnant. Verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel who? Gabriel to Nazareth, to the village of Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. And Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greeting, favorite woman, the Lord is with you. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. For you have found favor with God. Say favor. favor. 
you will conceive and give birth to a son and you name him Jesus. But Mary, verse 34 said, but how this can happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come, come upon you and the power of the Most High God will overshadow you. Let me tell you these two answers. The angel shut, put in silence, Zechariah. Because he said, how can I be sure this is going to happen? But why he gave a favor to Mary and didn't shut her mouth down? Because she asked how this can happen. If you read this and not pay attention what's happened here, what about the question? You're going to say, you're going to think that is the same question, but it's done. Because Zechariah was questioning the outcoming. Mary was questioning the process. It's a different question. That's why the angel silent Zechariah. He said, how can I be sure? Do this, do something and show me. He was questioning the outcome, how this can be. But she was questioning the process. That means what I said in our message title. Your declaration can lock or unleash your miracle. Your mouth is responsible. Your mouth is going to be responsible for your miracle. Word selection is an equal a miracle performance. Select your words this year. Select what you're going to say. Because this, what God is going to give to you, require for you to wash your mouth. And watch your mouth. That's what Zechariah did. He put him in silence. But if you see this, you can tell, okay, God just punished him. Having shut his mouth down. That means that your words, my words, have consequences. Whatever we say, we can unleash the blessings or hold back the miracle. Your mouth is powerful. Your mouth, you have authority. And, but both ask questions. Why this thing could happen? And, I like one thing that uh, as I was reading this, whatever you declare this year, we're going to happen. We have in declaration that Pastor Samuel put it there. I, I've declared I'm going to know God better. But how you declare that if you don't read the Bible, you don't spend time with Him? I declare there's going to be good health. How are we going to be in good health if you eat ugly and you don't exercise? Don't just go there. I'm going to declare that I'm going to get six-pack and bicep, tricep, and my quads. Don't declare that if you don't do exercise. And yesterday I was watching the TV. It's the ugliest thing that I saw. With the disclosure for the product that I is saying. You sit there on your couch. Have this, this machine you put to your foot. And then the machine just 
move itself and saying that your circulation and your legs are going to be good. That's a lie. <laughs> Buy this machine, $4,000, sit there and say, I declare you're going to get good legs. Yes. Good luck to you. Your mouth, you can curse, you can bless. You can give a life, and you can give a death. Your tongue, the words matters. Words matter. Why words matter? Because in Romans chapter 9, verse 10 said, If you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ died on the cross, raised from the dead, you're going to be saved. That's words matter and now you say okay God just punish punish Zechariah if you read this you might be wrong if you think about that why God silent Zechariah sometimes God silent you God silence Zechariah to protect him what was coming to his life. Can you imagine if he doesn't silence Zechariah? He tells in the church, he was there, the angel said, go and, 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 and tell Elizabeth that she's going to have a son. He got on the hell and said, look, angel appeared to me. I don't believe. Look there, the damage that he was doing in his miracle. Because you, <laughs> you old. You cannot have baby anymore. I still can make, but you cannot have baby anymore. See, the outcome's gonna go. So that's why the angel silenced Zechariah to protect him from him. That's why sometimes God silent you to protect you from you. Because you can hold back your miracle or you, you can unleash the blessings. So sometimes God will put you a season that God's going to put you in mute. He's going to mute your, 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 your access. He's going to mute your influence. He's going to mute your, your, your resource. He's going to mute everything just to protect because you are making damage what the miracle come to you. But that's why we need to be careful what we have to declare right now. God will mute, mute you to protect you from you. He loves you so much. He doesn't want that you block the purpose that he has in your life. That's why he probably going to mute you. He want to silence Zachary permanent, uh, temporary, to make him possible to get his blessing, permanent blessing. Sometimes you can even think, like, nothing's happened in my life. Nothing happened to my family right now. I say words look like that doesn't mean nothing. And uh, look like I don't have nothing. And I say things and I, I tell things. I do things. Nothing happened. Probably God just mute you for a season. Just to protect you. Don't say nothing ugly. For you to be able to get your blessings. And the Bible says soon God unmute, unmute uh, uh, Zechariah. He became a prophet. He wasn't, he wasn't the same anymore. 
When God unmute you, you're not going to talk the way that you talk. You're not going to walk the way that you walk. You're going to be a different person. But for this season, just be in silence. Sometimes, I tell doors. My best friend sometimes is my silence. Because if I say something, she can jump on me. You man, be careful. What you declare for your kids. We are in this declaration this year. As a church, we have one of the, the points that I declare my children is going to get close to God. We declare that. But be careful. Because the children is declaring things too. They, are de they might declare things for you, daddy. For me, daddy. I want my daddy to give my time to me. More time to me. I want the, my daddy to spend more time with me. Probably have children in, in our teenagers screaming inside that they need our attention. They're declaring things too. Not just us as adults. And we are declaring that our grandchildren is going to know the Lord. But again, if you and I don't pass this heritage to them, they're not going to know. It's happened something in the Bible said that after Joshua died, rose a generation that didn't know God. So, in your house, make sure you leave the inheritance for these kids to the word of God. When you and I pass away, our kids are going to get there and keep preaching the gospel and show there's heritage that we need to give to them. Yes, a lot of us, we, we want to set them forever in their life financially. Have things. Don't go through what we, 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 we went when we were children. But the best inheritance, the inheritance that we have to give to them is the word of God. Declare this. Sit down with your children and say, what are you declaring? Boys, girls, tell mom and dad what you declare. Be bold. Tell in your daddy's face. Nathan, tell in daddy's face. Daddy, daddy, I want more time with you. I want more time. I want to spend more time with you. We were playing soccer yesterday. I say, slow down, Nathan. I'm getting old. We have this in the house. Lord doesn't like. We have a soccer ball in the house. And we play. We try to get the ball under the leg. And then we run. We break doors and stuff. And I point as Nathan. He said, no, it's daddy. And then we don't have nobody to blame. We say, it's the polar. It's the little dog. But we play soccer inside the house. But I never let him get the ball under my leg. Oh. I'm a winner. What I'm trying to say, we need to find a time. We don't have time, but we need to find a time to sit with our children. In every sermon that I deliver here, I say the same thing. The church is not made to straight out your children. The church 
is made to disciple your children. The behavior becomes from the house. But we need to declare that. If your children is disciplined by screaming, that's how they're going to do in the school. We scream with the teacher. Because what they hear is just screaming. And then I always say, screaming doesn't mean authority. Screaming or yelling, as whatever you want to say, yelling, screaming, means that you don't have argument. Your argument is low. Or your vocabulary is short. But what God has for you today? Salvation will come in your house. Healing is coming in your house. The prophecy is going to fulfill in your house. Power is going to come in your house. Anointing is going to come in your house. But you got to be careful, please. What you declare. Now, Angel Gabriel came and Mary. Mary said, how is this going to happen? I'm a virgin. And he didn't shut his, her mouth. He said that the Holy Spirit will do. The Holy Spirit you do. How things going to turn back on your house? The Holy Spirit is going to do. How my children going to get too close to the Lord? The Holy Spirit is going to do. How are I going to get a good relationship with my house? The Holy Spirit is going to do. Make sure that everything's happening in your house. The Holy Spirit get the credit. But we need to make sure we are in that relationship with Him. The Holy Spirit is going to do it. You and I is about to give birth on the impossible. But we're going to require our declaration. What do you declare this year? By the end of this year, I hope not, but a lot of people is going to come to us, go to your Pastor Samuel and say, Pastor Samuel, I, did, I don't think that this decree stuff did work. Because I declare a lot of things And today is December. Nothing happened yet. I think that uh, I decree, but nothing happened. God didn't hear me. I'm going to put in a simple word for you to understand why probably something's not going to happen. And look, I'm almost done. Say praise the Lord. Why a lot of things not going to happen for Men of people. Simple word. If you drive, where you like to, to go? Well, the ladies at the mall. Let's put the mall. So I, I'm gonna go in the mall. The boys, the men's like to go in Home Depot and Lowe's. But if you drive, drive whatever you like, you stop at the mall and parking lot. I said to the, the, the door, I decree that the door is gonna open. You miss it. That door is not going to open because you declare or did a decree from the parking lot. How that door is going to open? When you step on that sensor, read your presence, and the door is going to open. It's going to require you to walk towards the door to that sensor, read your presence, and the door is going to favor you, and you're going to get into the mall and spend your husband's money. How are we going to get the blessings from the Lord? When He reads our presence close to the altar, 
the God's favor is going to open the door. We're going to open. We're going to get in. We're going to get it. Because he reads our presence close to him. That's where we decree. So don't go there in the mall from the park lot say, open the door. That's you're going to. Verse 36. You don't have to go there. You didn't read the first time in a way, but. And the angel tell Mary, your relative, Elizabeth, was is six months pregnant. Look what the angel told Mary. She give, she gave, he gave the month, the day, and the hours that she's pregnant. He gave details to Mary. What he's saying here, somebody you know got the breakthrough. Somebody you know got the breakthrough. What that means, that when your friend, your family calls you and say, look, I got the medical report and I'm healed in Jesus' name. You have to always wait a little bit, put the phone down and jump and say, praise the Lord. That, and then you get them back and say, look, and they're going to ask, why are you so excited? Say, I know that uh, you get your breakthrough, but uh, that means that if you get a breakthrough, I'm going to be the next. Every time when you hear somebody you know got their breakthrough, you're going to be the next. Like Mary was saying, he was saying to Mary. Your, your relative already got married. That's why you are the next. Say, I'm the next. You gotta get excited. When somebody, that's why it's very important the testimony. When you give the testimony, like, I, I, I got this blessing. I got why? Because people can say, if God did for her, He's gonna do for me. Every time then you hear somebody got a, a, a blessing on that, don't say, well, I heard, but not me. No. Say, praise God, you got it. That means I'm going to be the next. And every time you hear, oh, they got healed, but I'm not. No, you say, they got healed, I'm the next. And uh, And the angels told her, Elizabeth was pregnant in her old age. And people used to say she was buried. Say with me, people used to say. You gotta get this. Because Zechariah, Elizabeth, their testimony changed their reputation. Because people was used to say that she was buried. But now people will say that he's a prophet and she has a child. So your testimony we're going to change your reputation. I was broke. People used to say I was broke. But now I'm swimming and floating in my financial money. People used to say I'm sick. I was walking like this. But now, people used to say, but now I'm healed. People used to say, my family was dysfunctional, but now my family is a blessing. My kids serve the Lord. People used to say, 
That's why your testimony is very important. Will change your reputation. Oh, they was looking at me. I didn't have nothing. Or I didn't have a job. Or I didn't work. I, I was this, I was that. But now you got to declare that. Decree that. People used to say, Wife, you can tell your husband. People used to say that I'm screaming with you. But not anymore. The husband's saying, they don't say amen, but they was like that. Your testimony is going to change your reputation. The outcome for you have something relate with your declaration. What do you want to declare this year? We have the declaration. Do, do, uh, Talita, do, you, do we have that declaration? That decree stuff? Yeah. See, we decree my children and grandchildren will serve the Lord. And we decree I will build a, a health. Lord, help us. My relationship and my family and friends. I decree that I'm going to know Jesus better. I decree I'm going to be in better health. I decree that I'm going to prosper financially. You won't be prosper financially if you don't know how to give back to the Lord. Don't get the end of the year say, God, the, the, this decree didn't work because financially I'm worse than before. Because you is your and my fault. Because we don't know how to give back to the Lord. Whatever you decree will happen. But we're going to require, require something from us. And one of the most things I preach every Sunday night on the Hispanic La Casa del Señor, I think they are already tired to hear that. And I preach almost every Sunday evening about our relationship between husband and wife, husband and kids, wife and kids in, in our house. I preach almost every Sunday about that. Why? Because if we have a strong family, we're going to have active church. If we have a strong family, nobody can destroy the church. The enemy wants to destroy the church. Why he start to do it? He starts to do it in our family. That's why we got to have these strong families. But this is not going to depend just on the Lord, not going to depend on the wife. Pray for the kids before they go to sleep. It's going to depend for you and I, man, that we are the priests of the house after Jesus. He set us as a man, as a priest of the house. So we are responsible to bring our children to the altar of the God. Uh, 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 the, the altar of God. So you are. Tell me. Say, man. Say with me. I am. Just a man, please. Yeah, you know what? Because they want to be I am responsible for my health. The ladies, they want to jump in. But now it's just our turn. How's the man? I am the priest of my house. I'm responsible to set the word of God into my family. Yes. Wives, let your husband do their job. Let them do their decree. 
when you go there and think that you are praying for the kids and pray, they say, ah, priest of the house, turn it off the remote and come here. I know the, the, the cowboys is in the fourth quarter. It's all two minutes, but come here. They have to, to sleep. Don't do their job. Because this is going to require for you one day when you before the Lord. The Lord is going to say, Doris, why you didn't have let Marcel do her, his job? And then Doris cannot say, well, because he wasn't doing it. I have to jump in. No. Why are you stepping in and thinks that you're not supposed to step in? You didn't let him do his job. But a woman, ladies, you got to help us. We need to be pushed to do things. Yes? You have heard that, you heard that, that we have two big old boxes in our brain. One box had the brain, another box is empty, the box of the nothing. So we get into the house, don't open the door when your husband comes to the job from the job and say, look, we got to pay the electricity. We got no. Let him give him 40 minutes to think about nothing. When he sit there on the, his chair, he get the remote and he keep changing the, 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 the channel. What is he doing? Nothing. Let him at least 40 minutes with that nothing. And then when he out of that or nothing, you and then you start to ask a question. But give your husband a space. Because when he comes to the door, look like he's get, getting into the city hall. We need to pay water. We need to pay the electricity. We pay. He said, this is the city hall. I'm coming here. So give this space. Ladies, you're not getting from your husband the water you want because you don't know how to decree things. You don't know how to wait. We have this nothing moment in our life. Husband, uh, wife, when you ask your husband, what do you think? What did he say? Nothing. Why a lot of men like to go to fish? Because they just put the there and throw there what they're doing. They're on that box. Nothing. And you come here to see that man that feel what you got? Nothing. And he throw again. So give him a space. What you declare. And I see a sir, husband looking and, and their wife say, Okay, give me space. But just 40 minutes. She not she is too much for her 45. Uh, Pastor Liz, let's, let's 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 sing some things. Let's declare things. Now you can tell the person that beside you say your mouth is responsible towards your mirror. What you declare. When you declare things, don't do like Zechariah. How are you going to be sure this is going to happen? Because God's going to shut your mouth. Don't question the outcome. We can question the process. I know that uh, right now I'm not working. 
I know right now it is, is I'm going through my financial uh, and how I can make this happen in, in my life. That's you you asking the question about your process. What are you going to do? But how are you going to be sure that I'm going to be good in financially? How are you going to be sure that I'm going to be in good health? Declaration. Wife, declare for your husband. You are more handsome than when I met you. Declare that. Oh, but I'm lying. No, you're not lying. All the teenagers here, declare for your mom and dad. If you're afraid to declare thanks for them, we're getting old. We don't get stuff that you guys get you gotta say something you can say dad can you give more time for me can, can we spend the time with me daddy if you have a, a girls go and date with your girl get your daughter take her to Browns no not going to take her to Browns. You ask her, where you want to eat? And girls, tell the most expensive <laughs> restaurant that you, he, he never took. That date day, you dress nice. You dress daddy like you was going to date with your first girlfriend. You can tell mom if she drive, you tell, baby, can you drive me and her? So you guys both go in the back seat, and the mom's going to be your Uber. But make that night special. Bring something for her at the, uh, at the restaurant. Before she sit down, pull the chair for her. Just go there and ask, what do you want? We need to do that, Dad. You know why? Because it's going to come any ugly one. Whatever he say, sweet on her ear. She's going to like it. You know what? Because she never heard before. And always I tell that. Kayla is not ready for a boyfriend for the next 15 years. I can't flip that keyboard down. Rachel, yes, she has her boyfriend. The first thing that she said, she told me, Daddy, my boyfriend have to do the same thing you do for mom. And the first day, night that he asked her to go out to eat, she said, Dad, I wasn't paying attention everything. If he didn't have any move that you have with mom, he wasn't for me. She said, you're the girl. And they said, I got there. He opened the doors in the car. Boom. One zero. And I got to the restaurant. He pushed the chair. One. Two zero. And she was describing things. And she never told me that. 
But after I, I spoke both with both, she said, Daddy, if he wasn't, because my husband have to do what you do for mom. She's they watching us. They're watching us. So please, Daddy, take take your girl. On the teenagers' years is the most important time that they need us. But in, then you can say, well, but uh, now I'm a single mother. I don't have a husband. You take your daughter. Don't, be, don't have any excuse to defeat the devil. If you don't have your husband, you take her. You go. Because you know who is there? Her best friend. Buy some gift for her and do it. Teenagers, this week, you're going to ask daddy, mom, okay? It's your homework gonna ask but asking like the green things you must do it because they're gonna say we don't have time because they work hard for you but they will find a, a, a time let's all stand up as you sing declare things in your life I would like for those who want If you want to come here in the front, we're going to pray together.